with the 24th pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select DJ Moore, wide receiver, Maryland. You really want to know the truth of how I feel? They have never been able to replace me until today. DJ Moore wow. will be at that organization for a long time, and I look forward to talking about him on the network. Welcome back, all you draft nuts. Here we are, ready to rock. We had somebody cancel, but the, the fearsome foursome will fight on. You know, the four horsemen, as we call them. Well, I guess we just call them now. Yeah. We're back. The same fellas who've been here all through all through April, right? Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's the start of May. How's everybody doing? Adam? I'm doing well. Yeah? How can the people, if they haven't listened before? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at the AL Chronicles. Okay. And they can find me on Instagram at Lursmania. Nice. Okay. Duval. Uh Thanks again for having me, man. I appreciate it. Always. You just dropped a new episode of your podcast, yes, right? Yes, I did, man. Yeah. It's um, pretty interesting. The Man Cave 704. Uh, if you get a chance, take a listen. Um, but uh, if you want to look for to find me, just Duval, Instagram, Twitter, Rod vs. Duval. Also, Man Cave 704. Any questions? Jeeves. Dirty Jeeves got the new T on. Matching hat. Yes. Oh, look at that. That's Look at this. Bright fly. I call that the Jeeves. He doesn't want to get left at the bar stolen. Bright green shirt. Exactly. Especially for him. He will be noticed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't miss me. But uh, you guys can find me, uh, Jeeves1988, all across the board for Instagram and Twitter. And for me, it's J-Roll Nation across the board, Instagram, Twitter, The Beards Watch. Podcast on Facebook, The Beards Watch, all one word, Twitter and Instagram. Like, follow, subscribe, comment. We're on iTunes as well. Go to your phone, hit the podcast app, hit subscribe, rate. And then also, like I said, Jeeves got his shirt on. We got shirts and mugs. We got the simple logo. We got the full logo. I actually, I wore my blue simple logo out. I was up in Greensboro for my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary. We were at Little Brothers Brewing in Greensboro beforehand. And the guy, I always enjoy it when someone asks you, hey, what's that? What's your shirt mean? Yeah. And you tell them, and then instantly got a follower set of listen to the podcast. So that's always kind of cool when you're yeah, wearing yeah. it out. So go get your gear if not. But now we're here to talk the big event, put our final touches, final thoughts on the 2018 NFL draft. We can start with, I guess, how did everybody think, you know, well, I guess maybe – we're obviously going to get to the Panthers. What yeah. may be your biggest surprise, Duval, that happened in the first round? Or maybe draft overall? Um, I was – two things. One, I was surprised at all the quarterbacks that were taken in the first Five round. Five in the first round. Yeah. Um, Been a while since that happened. Yes. Um, two, I was kind of shocked at who went number one because I knew there was a lot of speculation on Mayfield. I know yeah. he came with a lot of baggage from college. Um, and he was a little older. He was 23, something yeah, like that. Yeah, he 23, yeah. So, you know, it was something – it was kind of interesting to see. But then it was Cleveland, so I could see Cleveland taking somebody like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, it was interesting just to see how a couple of guys fell, too. And I know you spoke on it last week when we were breaking down one of the running backs, Darius Geis, who fell yeah. kind of hard yeah. just based off of, like, a lot of his interviews with teams and – all that type of stuff. So I was interested in that. Um, another thing was just how many receivers were falling. Yeah. Um, and I know we'll get to the Panthers, but just to see, just just to think back on the history of receivers, 
there's I could I can't think of the last year that there wasn't a receiver taken in the top ten, top fifteen. Yeah. You know, and for nobody to go in the top ten, fifteen, and we to take someone at twenty four, you know, it was kind of like the, wow. The number one. Th- the consistent number one receiver, See, in the yeah, draft. yeah. You know who you talk to and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think what I think a factor in that was last year's receiver draft class, the first round. Yeah. Boo boo. I mean, I agree. You had uh, last buddy, couple years. Yeah. I mean, old buddy from Western Jack, Michigan, Corey Davis. Corey Davis at five to Tennessee didn't really do enough at all. Nothing, anything at all. Then John Ross. The they, pick. they might be changing him to cornerback. Exactly. Like, so, he that, that really, explains it. They, no, they, I don't think they will. I don't think so, but there was, was talk of it at the end of last year because they couldn't get him on the field. And uh, then Mike Williams for the Chargers did nothing. He yeah. was hurt. Yeah, and then, like you said, there was Juju Smith in the second round did something. But, again, those first-round receivers really didn't do anything for their teams. And then I think the abundance of teams who needed a receiver went out and paid big bucks oh, for their guys. Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, even – uh, Hearns from cut from Jacksonville went yeah. over to and Dallas. Look at Baltimore, they tried to get everyone. They exactly. And and they Baltimore even tried to get Dez, and Dez, Dez didn't want a multi-year yeah. contract. So that was interesting. It played in our favor. I didn't as well. I didn't think that they were that Moore or Ridley would fall. Or maybe one of them might have been. I didn't think Moore would be there at all. Yeah. Especially Dallas. They to me the surprise of the draft. Dallas taking that middle linebacker. But I guess if Sean Lee is still – he can never seem to stay healthy. And right. Jalen Smith still an unknown with his knee injuries. Right. But I didn't – the only person who had that, we go to our mock draft challenge, Brittany, who, again, we know none of us really know anything. Because yeah. she chose that player there. So I didn't even have him slotted to go in the first round. You yeah. know, so for him to go, you know. But I agree. I agree. It was just interesting. Yeah. I think my biggest surprise was the Saints – yeah, because when I saw them trade up, yeah, my right. original thought was that's Lamar Jackson. We were sitting there like, oh, this is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and then I was, I've been ha- like, long term maybe not happy with that pick, yeah. Lamar Jackson, but when it turned out to be Davenport, I was thrilled, especially yeah. with what they gave up to get him. I yeah. think Davenport will be a decent player, but I don't think he'll contribute much this year. Yeah, which. Selfishly, just looking at it from a Panthers goggles, That's right. Right. that helps us. Well, I think too was, was something. All the smoke and mirrors that the Saints and the Patriots put out there of how interested they were in those first round quarterbacks, and it was just that's what it was: smoke and mirrors. Yeah. We all thought we were convinced they were trading for Lamar, but no, they're going all in on Drew Brees, and they said we'll worry about our quarterback when Brees says he's retired. Then we'll figure it out, which is an interesting philosophy compared to the Kansas City Chiefs from the year before. Yeah. Though Alex Smith wasn't as old, they went up and got their guy and then played with him for one year, and then now they got Mahomes. Yeah. We were thinking the Saints and the and the, and the Patriots and the same thing. No, we're going to load up on offensive line, get possibly yeah. one of the best offensive guards in the draft, yes. and can also play tackle. Yeah. And then we're going to get Sony Michelle, who's just a, a playmaker, which they always seem to get those guys. Yeah. And then you would have thought, wait, they took a running back in the first round? Like, that was the first time they did that since Lawrence Maroney? D'Angelo Whoa. Williams. And did you guys see who the Saints uh, signed today to a three-year deal? I did not. It was J.T. Barrett from Ohio State. Really? Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, wow. Saints. Yeah. They had the best draft last year. I think let's yeah. hope they're going well, in the wrong again, That It's always, as we know as Panther fans, it's risky when you trade your first-round pick the next year. Yeah. Because, of course, you're going, if you win the Super Bowl, you don't care. It's pick 32. Yeah. But And, and then if you make the playoffs – and the picks in the in the late twenties, you're still like okay, we at least had a good yeah. season. Yeah. But the worst thing that you're gonna have happen to me is like the Texans, even though they got Deshaun Watson, 
seeing that senior team, if you have a major injury, if Drew Brees goes down, yeah. if somebody big for them goes down, then at least in the back of your mind, you're like, well, at least we're going to suck and we'll get a top yeah. pick in the draft. And you're like, uh, okay, we'll suffer through this, suffer yep. through this. But now it's now like, you traded that you traded that away. You don't get a first round yeah, pick. You're sitting there going, "Dang!" You kind of set yourself back for two years. Yep. Yeah, because they could end up end up being six and ten, seven yeah. and nine, eight and eight, and miss the playoffs. The fifteens, yeah, and they and they sit and they're have, they're like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna have to wait to pick in the second round." I mean, yeah. that's and they didn't. Did they have a second round pick? No, because they traded for. Kamara. They did get. I mean, I like oh, their pick God. in the third though. They got Reed. Yeah, they did get. Re- I, I mean, was surprised we passed over him. That's what I, I I wanted him in the second round personally. Yeah. I didn't know a lot about who we got. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. You you had a little bit of a fiery tweet there. I, also, uh, I might have had a little I mean, fire in me. Yeah. That. <laughs> so, was that uh, this, the Friday night? You had a little. Oh, what too happy about this? Yeah. But then you you backpedaled a little bit. On oh yeah, Saturday. I did my research because okay. I, I mean I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know much about Jackson. Yeah. But The only thing that concerned me is the size. Yeah. Which I think. Is what the concern is on him, period. Yeah. Because other than that, he checks every box and yep. he's got some swag, yep. which that our defense, defense is desperately yeah. needs. Yeah. yeah. It can't all come from Luke Keekley. And they, yeah. and Herney said, Rivera both said, we want a speed. Yeah. And we certainly got speed with that pick. They got speed with that pick. And now the next pick is also one that kind of <laughs> shook me up a little yeah. bit. But I think. If he's purely going to play safety, I'm on board with it. He's also that's what he's, he's a hard play. hitter. Yeah. I feel like he'll play more the Roman Harper mode. Yeah. But I was look. I, I mean, personally, I want to read. Yeah. And I was looking for more of that free safety, that yeah. coverage type of safety. Yeah. But I guess they're going to stick with Mike Adams with that. Yeah, I think they're going to. To me, they made the decision to stick with Mike Adams when they cut uh, Coleman, Coleman and yeah. not both of them. They go, okay, we got to keep some veteran. Guy. And to be honest, Mike Adams played better than Coleman yeah, last I mean, year. Coleman, I mean, a lot of people were upset with the Coleman cutting and they thought Mike Adams might have been the one, but well, Mike Adams Coleman got roasted. Two picks, three picks, had a couple force balls. Yeah. Like, he was, he was there. The ball. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't really see any mistakes. I didn't notice Adams as much unless he was getting those turnovers yeah. compared to Coleman. When Coleman made his mistakes, they yeah, were no issues. Well, yeah, the Ted, they cost us. the Ted getting one down the middle in the playoff game and all that. And that's what I think. It's interesting, those picks. Jackson won, like you said, bring some swagger. Definite speed where you can say, go match yeah. up with Ted Ginn and let's go. Which oh, is yeah. our plan. Which That's another thing that turned me around on this draft class. It yeah. seems like we do have a plan. Yeah. With Jackson, they said, like, we'll put Bradbury on the bigger receivers, which yeah. normally does well against. Yeah. And then if we, we have a speed guy to match up against speed guys. Yep. So that that's encouraging. Well, then also, like you said, Bradbury to me is the very like the silent assassin. He's quiet, doesn't do a, talk, a lot of yapping and plays. Now you get the complete opposite of Jackson, who seems to have some swag, some yeah. talking ability, bring the big stick, even though he's he's undersized for a corner. But it's also to me, we've gone away from when Gettleman was here. It was the corners had to be at least six foot, six foot one. one yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Herney seems to just be like, look, is it a football player? This is a position. Because you, you remember back to the Hurricane drafts, I mean, we had Ricky Manning Jr. starting that corner yeah. before. And he, that, and he was he got us to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that game had, alone. And Chris Gamble was on the other side, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Chris Gamble, Gamble was, was on the other side. Chris was underrated. Gamble was after Super Bowl. Was he really? Yeah. He was, oh, the, he he was, was the that pit. He was oh, the he next was year, 2004 draft. The Super Bowl year was like Dante Wesley, Howard, and Ricky Manning. Ricky Manning and, yeah. Yeah, those were the three wow, okay. guys that were just completely randoms. And they were oh, don't forget Terry Cousins. Terry Cousins, that's oh, the guy. Wow. It was Terry Cousins. Yeah, I knew there was one that I didn't Terry like. Terry Cousins and uh, yeah, David Wesley. 
Oh, I'm a really Howard and then no. Dante West. Dante David West. West. That's right. Now you're bringing that's, it back to the whole thing. <laughs> because that was after that year, uh, Geno James and Wesley went and got uh, contracts down in Miami for big money. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Then we ended up getting West. Wesley back. But yeah, a couple of years. I always liked it. And I think that oh, was yeah. just a horrible call in general. Yeah. But overall, like... I know the Patriots had interest in him and said he retired, but yeah. I mean he was definitely a good. He was a borderline pro bowler. Oh yeah, Gamble. We he earned his money. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. he has. And he was he was a quiet. Yes, player. exactly. So quiet that, he was another silent guy. Yeah, but he just he was consistent. And he was always going to be in position and was going to make the yeah. plays. Yeah, Ricky Manning was. He had a little swag to him. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're kind of recreating that. Yeah. With what what we hurt had. Manning the most is because he was more effective because he was short, but it was big. Yeah. And that was when you could mug receivers yeah. down the field. And then when they took that rule away. It's kind of he still got paid though and did pretty well. Yeah. But he wasn't was in able Chicago, to be as, right? Yeah. He, yeah. He went Moose Muhammad all. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, Chicago takes. They were the pre-bills. Exactly. <laughs> but again, we had Mudlin out starting outside for a couple years and did all right. You know, weren't us. Yeah. Great. So, uh, again, and, but I mean, Mullen's 5'8". Ricky Mayer Jr. was like 5'8". Yeah, and so. Mullen's speed is not... Exactly. And this guy's 5'11". So, he's not, yeah, so he's not too short, but he's not too You don't want him on Mike Evans. On no, John you don't want him on If you look at the other corners in the draft, besides, I mean, Josh Jackson was on the bigger side, who also was someone I was interested in. Yeah, he fell too. Honestly, with yeah, the first did. pick, I, want, I was thinking we were going to pick Josh Jackson. I did too. Well, I was like, I was hoping. Who I, th- I thought we were going Ridley. I, re- so? I really I, did. I, I thought I, I was happy. Moore. I was very happy that we went DJ Moore. Yeah, I had. A, I mean, I knew if those two were on the boards of DJ Moore, they just seemed to like his athletic testing more. Uh, I think the safety they really wanted was your boy Derwin James, Man, because they talked about heard, he he talked it, but you want to try to trade up. I think they should have walked it. I still think they should have walked it because yeah. I feel like. And I was looking at it in the standpoint of what's going to impact us this year the most. Yeah. And I think Derwin James would be instant impact. I still think – I think DJ Moore has the opportunity to impact yeah. us early on in the season and yeah. throughout the season. But at the same time, as you talked about receivers in the previous drafts, a lot of them, I mean, yeah. didn't do anything their first year. Yeah. I think DJ Moore's more of a man, per se. Yeah. Like, he's, he's bigger. He can take the beating already. He can give the beating. Yeah. He's not used to being on a team with talent. Yeah. So that's encouraging. And, I mean, Steve Smith had his back. So yeah. if Steve Smith yeah. has your back, I'm on board. Yeah, that's what I think. It's, it's been a while. You know, yeah, we drafted Kelvin Benjamin, but he's gone now. Another, let's just give Cam, you know, another weapon, per se, on that. Let's, real quick, though, Adam, let's give you your due. So we uh-huh. the, the N64 off. Back to back wins. Adam with Bowser. This time we were on Chocoa Mountain or something. Went a little Drake on him. Went a little, yeah. <laughs> Adam with the first. Duvall's guess this week was he wasn't going to finish last. He got second. Yes. I, I went. I got third. Jeeves finished last. My my strategy. I ended up at one point on that first lap. I get hit by a boulder and flattened. Then I got hit. Then I drove a little bit. Hit by a bomb. Drove a little bit off the mountain. So my beer was done. But by then. Y'all had way had a big lead, but I was able to catch up the dirty Jeeves. Yeah, you didn't track. get lapped. Yeah, I didn't get lapped. Well, yeah, mine, mine, because I fell off the track, and it was like the, at the point where you could, like, fall off the track and you go the opposite direction. Oh, that's okay. where, that's I mean, my beer was done and everything. If I wouldn't have fallen off the track, I don't know where. Yeah, it yeah that's how it works. You don't fall off the track. You don't fall off the track. You know, you're never going to get to your destination. 
So yeah, so Adam now is tied with G. No, no, no. You no. two. You're tied with Duval, Corey. You're now above Alex and Dylan with one win apiece. I'm sitting quiet after three weeks. Still at 14. Jeeves with three. Duval, Corey at two. And then Alex and Dylan at one. So hey. And I think I have the second longest winning streak. That's right. At two wins. Two, two wins back. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's how many. I'm looking at the positive. Yeah. yeah. Who's counting? I'm counting. We're counting. Come on, Duval. What do you mean? Two out of two in two weeks. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, a, that's a surprise, you know. I guess it does help if you play the game five weeks in a row. You yeah. Know? yeah. I, I've started. I've, I've been able to. I have a plan, just like Marty Herney had a plan. <laughs> there we go. I've executed it two weeks in a row. I got my guy that I wanted two weeks in a row. Shout out Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> let's see and if next week with Eddie Hutto here, you can execute your plan again. Yeah. There I'm, you go. I'll, I'll be re- I hope I'll be ready. But <laughs> I'm starting to talk now. I think uh-huh. it's time to quiet it down. I know it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, back to it. Yeah, I mean, to me, I looked at it. DJ Moore just gives, you know, Cam with the text message to Ron saying thank you. I think Derwin, if Derwin was there, obviously it would have been cool. Yeah. But I am glad that we didn't give up any future assets pick-wise to get anybody. He let it come to him. He picked up some extra picks in the draft. And at least there's a a receiver that, yeah, he's got some room to improve. There's a reason he was a 24th overall pick. But Mm -hmm. just another athlete that Cam can develop around and at least give us something – a little bit. It's it's kind of like you said. It's like Steve Smith said. There hasn't been a receiver like that since Steve Smith. And he doesn't beat around the bush. No, exactly. he's going to tell you how yeah. it is. I I I do wonder a little bit if he would have been as supportive if Gettleman was still a GM. Oh no doubt, no, he wouldn't have. <laughs> but I feel like he takes his analyst role seriously now. Yeah. Like he's he's not going to pull any punches. Yeah. And I I mean I don't think he has, and that's why I think he's a great analyst. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something di- – I wish more networks would get a guy like that. Also, I don't – there's not another guy like exactly. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No matter what it is, whether it's in the community yeah. or with just his brash thinking. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So, so yeah. but And then to go for the third-round pick, Galden, to me, you know, you look at what they kind of said. They're trying – he's the bigger guy that's played slot, but he'll match up against the bigger – some of the bigger slot receivers or the tight ends. Mm-hmm. And then even you go to that – to me, the uh, fifth round pick, or no, the second fourth round pick. Like, let's not glide over the tight end. Yeah, glad we finally got a tight end. I I wanted him, and I was I would have been happy with him in the third round. Yeah, I was really a big fan of Ian Thomas. I think he checks most of the boxes. Yeah. Like, eventually, you know what I'm saying? Because tight end, we've been looking for. Slow. We've been looking. Yeah, tight ends develop slow, and we've been looking for a guy. That we can get in on a rookie contract. We've got him for at least four years. Yeah. Barring he, did, he wants to retire or something catastrophic. Yeah, well, they, yeah, but we've got him for four years, theoretically. Yeah. We, you know, usually we've got like Brandon Williams, Swole, but we've got these undrafted yeah, project projects. We're thinking guys. like Manhurts. That's in the Man- same. We've got these guys that look the part but don't act the, the part. part. Now exactly. we have someone that looks the part and acts the part. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's had some experience. Yes, he's raw, but he at least fits the mold of a yeah, guy. Yeah, and he, he's not as raw as the guys we've had. Exactly. Like, sure. he had he decent blocker already. Yeah. And, I, I mean, his athleticism is obvious. They yeah. ran a lot of open field plays for him, short yard passing yeah. plays for him. So, I think, especially under Greg, I think that it's a perfect yeah. situation yeah. at tight end. Now. Yeah, because you know that Greg just signed well, He's there for another two years, so that's three yeah. years total with this year. Yeah. So that gives him plenty of time to sit, and if he's smart enough, absorb the information, absorb it, and get it to go. So I'll take that. But like I said, the one that's that's interesting to me is that other fourth round we traded back up for, 
the um, Haynes. Haynes, Ole Miss, Ole Miss, right? He's undersized. Too. He is, yeah. but I went and watched some stuff. So first off, there's a thing they tweeted out. He does like a, he did a lot of stuff within the like uh, kid reading to kids. Oh, really? okay. Yeah, like he went out and he, his big thing was like you know I want to make sure that kids have their you know their chances when I'm done and, and retired. I want to make sure that I go out and help everybody like help kids achieve their dreams and goals and uh-huh. stuff. So that was like, oh, he'll fit right in. But then, like, once he gets on the field, he's just speed to the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, teams didn't know if he's the outside linebacker to defense in. But then you hear Rivera talk, and they're going to use him in that joker position where we always used to get mad when Charles Johnson would cover a tight end or a running back down the field. And we're like, what do you do? Why is he yeah, doing that? And yeah. Said, well, now this guy's got the athletic ability to, to be able to cover a tight end or running back out of the backfield when they do those drop backs and coverages and all that kind of stuff. So. And I think he plays well off Deshaun Hall, who was last year's draft pick that never saw the field. He's more of the traditional DN type. So if we got Haynes, and let's just, you know, get the elephant out of the room. He's an old Miss uh, defensive end. He broke Greg Hardy's. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. He did it the right way. He didn't break anything else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I I liked him, but I think he's going to be a bit of a project too. Of course, he's going to be raw. Yeah, I don't and, expect him to contribute too much. And he's got to put on some weight too. Yeah. So well, I mean, again, he's he's I think yeah I think the thing is he's like twenty five pounds less than Mario Addison, and Mario Addison is undersized too as a four three DN. But again, yeah. it took him a couple years. Yeah, and he, to he panned out well. Yeah, he's doing yeah. really but to well. To me, as a fourth round pick, I think obviously picks. First, first, second, third, and the two fourths all make the roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what I'm saying you really admit yourself you made a mistake if they don't. But he seems like from his profile, he's a guy that's going to work hard. It's not like one of those fourth guys like you. They're not okay. trading. They're they're not trading. They traded up to get him. Yeah, right? they gave away their sixth round pick. Yeah, or whatever. which is I mean, yeah. Talk, yeah. You know. But again, me, if you hit on anything fifth through seventh round, it's home run. Luck is the dress. It, to me, it's just getting lucky. They're not skilled. I don't. I. Th- I honestly think all our draft picks will make the roster this year. Wow, that's bold. You because, because of them, right? Yeah, and I think that uh, a lot of people are a little curious about our late, late picks. Yeah, because two linebackers. I uh, thought and a DT. There yeah. was one player I wanted. It was uh, Kelly out of Tennessee, the running back. Yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to us getting a running they back. Both Scarborough, job. just because. Yeah, of that interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised that Scarborough fell to the seventh. Yeah. Like I, I didn't want him in the earlier rounds, oh, but no. once he fell to seventh, I was like, okay, yeah. let's do it. Which yeah. I guess because he's just so slow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why, and yeah. I mean, maybe he was like Trent Richardson could have hurt him. You know, what I'm saying yeah. like yeah. something and, and like he's that. Derrick Henry. Yeah, you know, so it was kind of. I think it was one of those. Which is things. wild to see how these Alabama running backs. They are so good in college, but like Trent Richardson washed out. Derrick Henry still TBD. Yeah, he I think like be a beat. Like it's just he, he's definitely gonna be a running back in yeah. this league. I just yeah. don't know. And what. this is his first. And I was big on him. I wanted him in that Vernon Butler draft. I wanted him over Hunter Henry and yeah. obviously Vernon Butler. Yeah. I thought he'd be good. Still, kind of think he better than Cameron Arms Payne. But yeah, I think with us not drafting a running back, it just proves what a lot of. The chatter has been coming out of the locker room is that Cameron R. is paying. Well, here's where I'm going to get a shot. He's going to get a shot, but I also think now, what what would you think if they went out and got somebody like a C.J. Anderson oh. or Demarco Murray? I'd love to do that. Because yeah. to me, I think now I'm cool with it. They've got Fozzie Whitaker, who is a veteran. Yeah. But if they still don't have, like, of course, Cameron R. is paying is there. We don't know what he's got yet, but I wouldn't be mad at a Demarco. And we know we have the greatest goal linebacker of all and time in Cam Newton, but. Think we? I mean, 
because we got six million in cap left. Yeah. And I, I, Marty Herney was doing a little media round today, and yeah. they asked him about all those questions about safety and running back. Yeah. And he said uh, they didn't want to do anything, which we predicted. One of the one things about this draft we predicted <laughs> yeah. that they weren't going to sign anything anyone before the draft. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, now that we got that comp pick for next year, pretty much locked up. Well, you, I think it's after May, May 10th. 10th. May 10th. You could sign players and they don't affect your comp picks. But okay. but since DeMarco Murray and C.J. Anderson were cut, that doesn't They don't matter. Anything. Yeah, restricted free agents. So it's a, yeah, yeah. If, if you're cut, it doesn't matter. But see, like I said, I just wonder if, if you just bring somebody, one to bring up, they've been talking talk about competition, just yeah. to kind of light some fires over there and just to have a guy that, that – that can help Christian McCaffrey, that can help Cameron Artis Payne, yeah. that can at least have that veteran presence and training camp battles. I mean, and then, like I said, do they bring back the Jarius Bird or, or somebody Trey else? Boston. Or, yeah, see, I don't know. I think, I don't know if they burn it. Maybe they will. But I feel like the only thing, if they bring back a Trey Boston, is he going to play better than. Demetrius Cox, better yeah. than somebody younger they want to develop who's a little cheaper. I mean, I still want Eric Reed. And. Marty Green oh, yeah, did yeah. say today they've looked at Eric Reed, and then that's when he flipped to the post May tenth, yeah, free agent yeah. signings. Which I mean, also might just be a that was an easy way out yeah. right there. Yeah, well, that's because. But I'm just glad. Agent, so, I'm yeah. glad they looked at him. But another surprise, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we went because I think Adrian Peterson would sign for cheap. He's familiar with North Turner's offense. Yeah. Yeah. I, can see that. I mean, I don't know. I Obviously, I, I don't want to get 15 carries a game. Oh, yeah. I really think McCaffrey's, like, due for 15 a game. Yeah. No. And I think that the more carries he gets, you the don't better he can be. Nine overall to nine. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. So we got to at least try it. And yeah. then that way we have someone. But C.J. Anderson also, he's 25, yeah. right? He's, he's young. He's 25, so 26. That'd be great. We got $6 million in it. At this time, and I think you have, to go to the, you have to go to those guys and say, "Okay, what do you legitimately want, and yep. what are your other offers?" Now, again, they could like Demarco Murray could just wait until a running back gets hurt, and then you know, then he goes to somewhere else. Yeah. Or excuse me, Adrian Peterson, same yeah. thing. Is he to him probably last year? He went to the Saints, but he went to the Saints before the draft, and they yeah. took Kamara, and then they were, you know, that. that they just could not play Kamara. Exactly. Yeah. So the only thing I worry about Andrew Peterson is: is he going to be? Okay with getting a couple touches? Probably not. Again, same thing you have to ask yourself with Demar. Is he going to mess up the locker room and the flow you got? Same thing with CJ Anderson. Yeah, but I mean, but he's kind of been in that system. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, he was, he was I in think situation anyone will sign post May tenth will be a one year deal. Yeah. Oh, you know, of course. Oh, it'll yeah. be a prove it deal, and then it's a it's a win. I think it's a win win for especially a running back. Yeah. And if it's a safety, with the I mean, seriously. Who? Yeah. If you can beat him yeah. out, he's the guy they got from Tennessee. Oh, okay. so like I think that'll be. I also don't think we value the safety position a whole lot. Yeah, I really don't. No. Yeah, and no. if our draft was correct with the corners, and then if we are happy with our D line, which our interior D line is more solid than it oh, was, yeah, I'd say last yeah. year. Yeah, and I just wonder, are they really gonna play what's his name, Golden at safety? Yeah, yeah, that's the key. I think they would have I mean, drafted him in the I, third. If yeah, they did. yeah, because I can't see him. He was actually one of the worst testing DBs athletically. He was in the ninety eighth or yeah ninety eighth percent. No, like ninety no, percent. No, it's two percent out then because it was yeah. it was two or ninety eight. I didn't yeah, know which he was one. In he was in the bad. His athletic testing was not good. So like that's what makes you like to me. I don't think he's going to play corner or nickel. I think he plays nickel. 
if there's a stance of a big tight end. Because right now you got to think those first four weeks, Shaq Thompson is playing the outside. Like, he's not playing the wheel. Right. He's playing a strong side linebacker. So he's not going to be doing what we've normally seen him do. So they need that bigger nickel to me. So I think they'll start him as that. And good Lord Almighty. I mean, we've we got, got plenty so many of DBs. Options like, we got, a, so many we got about a dollar worth of nickels. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I so I think he'll be safety there. But that's what makes me – and then, like you said, that defensive tackle they took, uh, Guitar Hero. Oh, Ken he, Norton. Ken Norton. Who's not related to the other, other Norton. Norton. But see, the way I look at those, those last little picks, the linebacker from Maryland, linebacker from Carolina, and then the defensive tackle – Again, what we talk about, there's no free agents, linebackers, or now DTs that are going to want to come and come. Like, especially if you're a rookie free agent DT, undrafted, you're not going to come to Carolina because you've got Poe, Short, Vernon Butler, Kyle. Like, their, their rotation's set. So deep, yeah. So, unless you just really, that's your only offer, no. So, the Panthers go, okay, let's draft a guy so at least we know he's yep. going to be, have to be there. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Same with the linebackers. No guy, no guy's going to come because they know all the people in front of them. Yeah. But if you draft them, they got to be there and maybe you, and plus they're dirt cheap. So. And they'll, and I, they'll be special teams. That's what I was going to yeah. go with. I, that's why I think they'll make the team. Yeah. I think yeah. they're going to be special teams in yeah. which – Oh, in the course, past special, has yeah. been a, you know, we've yeah. had some problems with special yeah. teams. Yes. We'll see what the new kickoff rule is going to be. They're talking about changing it again. They're not going to yeah. get rid of it. Well, that's what I think is very interesting is the special teams value of some of these guys. If they get rid of the kickoff completely, now you're just talking now it's about like we might have just wasted. Return. Yeah. yeah, now you're thinking, okay, do I need as many linebackers or whatever it is? Yeah. But I don't know how you. It, it'd be. I mean, it seems like they're going that way. And it would be a wild day of football if there's no kickoff. Like I don't. I mean, but if we get a decent, if we get a one year of good special teams play from these seventh round oh, picks, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I think the Andre Smith kid has a chance to be a. I just long term rotation. They've got player. Jared Norris. They've got mm, Ben I think Jacobs. He could be a, they've got. Like, there's a, got a lot of the same linebackers. That's what I'm saying. But there's a lot of those. Like I said, maybe these guys are more athletic than the other ones, but and that's why I think that I think they are. I think they're going with that. I mean, obviously David Mayo will be on the roster. Yeah, right. But the yeah. other guys, I think that. I mean, it'll come down to what you do in camp. Yeah. And at the same time, Rivera normally leans vet than rookie, which most coaches would do in a situation where they're trying to win now. Yeah. So, I think as long as they can adapt to special teams, I'm for it. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, also, seventh-round picks. I mean, Diamond doesn't. Yeah, sixth and seventh. Yeah, you're just kind of going, okay. So, overall, like, who's the one player that we drafted, I guess, that you all are most excited about? To me right now, it's got to be DJ Moore. I mean, again, that was my last week. That was the guy that I absolutely wanted. Didn't think he'd slide. He slid and got there. Because I feel like, like you said, Cam hasn't had a receiver with this type of capabilities since Steve Smith. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had Kelvin. He had Devin Funches. You know, it, Ted Ginn was just a speed guy. Kotcher. I mean, you name his receivers. It's like that year he won MVP. You're like, how in the world did he do it? <laughs> um, and now you look at it and you're like, okay, Torrey Smith is what he is. But he's at least a established he's an upgrade. receiver. Yeah, he's an you upgrade. Jarius Wright knows what he's doing in the slot. I mean, Devin Funches we saw as long as he could stay healthy, he he was pretty solid down the stretch there. I mean, yeah. so I Except think that that one where he lost the ball. Oh the yeah, to win the game. And that's yeah, why I that's think tough. that's why I'm most excited about DJ Moore. He's got that dog. Yeah, I don't, there's not a lot of guys on this 
team in general with that yeah. dog. I think Cam's got that dog, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But with the skill positions especially, like, he's got that dog in him. Yeah. And I think his bark matches his bite. And he yeah. doesn't really bark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just bites. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I'll even say the Dante Jackson guy, just because you watch his stuff, he seems like he yips and yaps and kind of Josh Norman-esque. You know, yeah. you don't want to put that on him. But it's just, like you said, some of that swagger that we were missing in the defensive backfield where it just seemed like, Last year, Bradbury and Worley were just kind of guys and just yeah. were trying yeah, to do just... their job. And like always, what they said, what I'm most excited is the defensive coordinator came out and says he's going to play more man this year. Yeah. So we're not going to be which, in this zone a lot, which to me always seems like our corners were chasing guys <laughs> and they weren't. They're just kind of there now. Like let's get these guys going after the ball because we had what our DBs were to me they had yeah, ten yards off the ball yeah, at the minimum. And Jackson playing. Jackson's small, but he'll yeah, press you. Exactly. And same with Golden. Golden's a hitter. Yeah. So those are the two things that excite. And Golden let him fly, baby. Yeah. Uh, no birds in Alabama. Yeah. Need something like that. Yeah. Wake, wake the Bible belt up. A little. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, what about you, Duval? Um, I'm actually really, really interested in uh, Jackson. Yeah. The, the corner. I'm also interested in Golden too, just because that intensity on defense yeah. because I mean like I said it's only coming from Luke I mean even from the front four there's no really no dog on the front four yeah and then like I said we the sad part is we still haven't replaced Norman not not necessarily the corner just the the dog that yeah. you spoke of Adam just like if you can put both of them out there um and they may not be starters week one but if they can they can transition and get to that point yeah you know we can give that energy on defense to where we can get back to how we were, yeah, you know. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Like just, just to see that, just to see another fresh face at the other corner position, and somebody that when they come around that corner and they lay a big hit, you can see them talking junk or they're oh, yeah. talking junk yeah. to whoever it is. I mean, that matters. Yeah. I think you know. that was the biggest flaw. Yep. Of two seasons ago. Yeah. Yep. Josh Norman not being on this team. Yep. Yeah. I yep. think just in spirit, let alone his play, I still think he was – I mean, he would have yeah. obviously been our best corner. Yeah. And I think that would have – who knows what that could have done for Bradbury. Well, I think, again, you go back to that, we wouldn't have had to, you know, draft hungry per se. So, yeah. Oh, and we could have got Bradbury, started Bradbury. With and what a surprise, Gettleman was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to go get Worley and Sanchez, and right now the Worley and Sanchez picture looking like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, and you could have used it somewhere else, but – that's in the past. Yeah, we're, we're but, moving, yeah. moving we're on forward. We're moving forward. But, yeah, I think it's at least, like you said, add some of that juice, some of that swagger back there that you may be missing on defense. And let's not forget about Ross Cockrell. Yeah. He's yes. hungry, and he's he has solid tape. Yep. I mean, I, a lot of the analysts talk about him as well, someone they've liked. And, again, this is something that I think we missed last year. Is, you know, that year we went to the Super Bowl, we had a Charles Tillman, right? Yeah. With the Josh Norman, that veteran. We had, okay, we had Mike Adams and we had Kirk Coleman, but we had that, there was no corner veteran besides Captain Munlin, but there wasn't a guy like a But he was player. also a malcontent. To he, a that's what I'm saying. There wasn't which a guy is not like, what we were hoping for the opposite. Yeah, that. and like Ross Cockwell to me could be a guy that if he gets beat out, he's cool. He's not going to be mad about it. He's, he's whenever his number's called, he'll, he'll be, be ready, ready to step yeah. up and he's not going to bitch and moan if he's yeah. not playing. Somebody like that. Same thing with Charles Tillman. Yes, we knew who was going to start, but they came in. Hey, we're going to compete, and he competed. And then when he even he tore his ACL, he was still in the yeah, sideline. He was talking to guys, helping people out, yeah. as opposed to like you said, Munlin showing up late to practice, bitching and moaning about not playing. When it's like, why are you trying to take away from this? Like, yeah, man. 
Look at the situation. Exactly. So, and I think we this year have done that on both sides of the ball with Jerry's right. He, yeah. He came out with a quote saying he could teach North Turner's offense to a baby. Yeah. Well, and that that is encouraging to yeah. me, just in general. And the Torrey Smith thing. Yeah. Now it's looking better and better that we trade him for Daryl Wood. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> who if we ironically him. goes to the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. After his, you know, if, if he would have been on, the, I think honestly, think if he was on the team. And that happened, they would have cut him as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because if we that's no the way choice. they felt about him, yeah. and they traded him they for, for a guy that the Eagles were going to cut anyway, they would have cut him as well. So at least we got the first crack at Torrey Smith, as opposed to if Torrey Smith gets cut, maybe he doesn't. He chooses Baltimore over Carolina, because that's where he was from, oh, yeah. and they needed wide receiver. Yeah, help. yeah. I think that's, that's why we made trade. the move, and yeah. that's why I don't like a lot of the criticism of that move. Exactly. $5 million, if you look at the receiving class yeah. for the free agents, they all got paid. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, if Torrey Smith gets paid, I think he's getting at least $4 million, Yeah. regardless of where he goes. And he's only 29. Yeah. Everyone thinks – I feel like a lot the, – the book on him is yeah. like he's treated like a 35-year-old receiver. receiver. Yeah. He's yeah. not. Yeah. He's got two Super Bowls under yeah. his belt. He's been the main guy. He's also been the role guy. And he can help yeah. these guys out. Exactly. Yeah. And he's willing to. Exactly. And he loved, and him and DJ Moore. Yeah, he met him at the stadium. So I mean, that's that's a good sign it, when yeah. players draft that matters. to play your position and you meet him at the stadium is pretty solid. So. And I think that's going to be exciting, too, because there's going to be a lot of competition in the receiving room, too. Yeah. I mean, you've got rookies coming in. Then you've got guys coming off injuries that have got to compete, too. Yeah. Then you've got Bird, who's still trying to fight for a yeah. shot. On top of whoever, whatever undrafted and practice squad players we have that are fighting too. So if anything, whoever they put out there are going to be ready to compete. Whether it's Moore, Funches, um, Tory Smith, Jerry's Wright, whoever, like they're going to be able to play. So yeah, and let's get serious right now. Brenton Burson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, I won't yeah, we'll believe he's long gone until we make it through a full season yeah, without him I'm, being signed. <laughs> I feel like at some point he'll be on our list. I don't know. I don't know if he'll be in No, he's, he's, he's eligible. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't think he'll be, again, as long as nothing crazy happens, like all three of the receivers have voodoo hit him in training, like minicamp. I think with the Jay Richardson stuff going on and the Spartanburg, I don't think he'll be in Spartanburg. I yeah, I think wrong. he's a mid-season injury. I sign. think he's a mid. Like if if all and of a sudden it tra- wouldn't make sense. If training this. camp happens and two or three guys go down, maybe. Okay. But they did give his number eleven out, so like it's not open. Like getting away from the yes. Richardson era. Which, yeah, exactly. I hope that's why I'm interested to see what happens this post May 10th. Uh, yeah. So, but the other thing I'll say is, you know, a lot of people have said we didn't get a running back, we didn't get a guard. But we did go get three undrafted guards. Yes. <laughs> when, we the one the from Clemson, I like. Uh, from Hurst. Yeah. You always wonder and why the guards sh- went. They, they went like that. And they went quick. And there was a big gap between the top-tier guards and the you know late-round yeah. draft pick guards. And it was obvious. Yeah. And I think, like I said, not, no team's going to be filled up all the way to the max. Got guard. To me, I'm interested to see how we talked about running back. But, you know. How this team fills it out the rest of the way should should be quite interesting. Yeah. So, but I, I think you know with the undrafted guys and the Searles and Larson and then even Moten compete for that spot, it should be a nice little competition. I mean, Andrew Norrell was an undrafted guy. Yeah. Let's not forget that. And yeah. Now he was was he the highest paid free agent? Oh yeah. 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 So there you go, and you see the value on guards too, and I think. 
part of that is because of a guy like Andrew Norris. Oh, yeah. That's why they went so fast. I mean, and you can get them now. When you draft them that high, you get them cheap. You know, I mean, we, had, we were playing Andrew Norwell, the dirt cheap as all as a start, and then he ended up getting 65 mils. So, but and he uh, earned it. Yeah. I'm not so, Wes, before we, we wind down here and get to the notebook, anything surprising out of the whole NFL, like, as a whole, the NFL draft as a whole? And um, we talked about the five Qs. When, when the Baltimore got up there, um, I was surprised that I thought Lamar would have been gone already. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, thought, yeah. That's the, I think that's a huge surprise in the draft. I thought Lamar would have been gone. Yeah. My biggest thing was that last the year before, 2017, the Texans and the Chiefs had to give up a first-round pick to move up in this draft, right? The only team that gave up a first-round pick was for the Saints. De- Saints for a defensive end from 26 to 17 or 14. Yeah. But this year, the Buck, I mean, the, we talked about the draft night, Duval. The Bills went from 12 to 7. It didn't even yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, and this, is, this goes back into the Panthers. That's why I thought we could have basically gave up a third to get Derwin James. Yeah. That's what I thought, at yeah. least. So that's why I was excited. Like, it's not, they're not, no one's trading their first round picks other than the Saints. And yeah. that's why I think their draft was very subpar. Yeah, I just, like I said, I thought it was interesting that the teams did the year before, it seemed like they had to give up a first round. Yeah, this year, it yeah. seemed like it was a lot cheaper to move up than it was the year before. Which, know, which is crazy to me as to why New Orleans had to give up. A first round yeah. pick. They could have given up their third or fourth yeah. or something like that. But for them to have to give up next year's first, I mean, and of course, um, who did they trade? Was it was the Packers? The Packers. Of course, they're going to jump on that. Yeah. Now they have a first round pick next year. Yeah, two having two first round picks, picks is key. Yeah. I'm also yeah. surprised with the Bucks. They, I actually think they had a good draft. Yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. I thought they were drafting Derwin James with the seventh pick. Yeah. Then they traded back, and I thought they were drafting him again. They yeah. got V to V, who yeah. I think is a very Instant contributor, yeah. Yeah. which I think you're looking for, especially with a team like the Bucks, because yeah. they're almost in make or break. See, mode. yeah, I, I thought that was interesting to know because you got Joe McCoy. I know Joe McCoy's getting older, but I, I would have rather if I'm a oh, yeah. fan. Go I was happy that. they didn't pick Derwin yeah, James. Der, we thought it was Derwin James. They didn't go for that. Uh, v to V, again, it's a big body it's, with the running games that these teams – I mean, I guess with the running games these teams in the NFC South have, it could definitely help out, but – I'm interested to see how that works out. I just thought that was kind of a, uh, I don't know. But, yeah. again, disclaimer, no one really knows what's going no, on. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, we just really go know. back to our last podcast. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got, what, three picks right in the mock. Oh, yeah. So. If you want to, to bring up the mock draft there, Adam, the winner was Brittany. She had 43. John Long with 34. Jeff and myself were tied at 23 points. Adam, you had seven. Duvall, you said Ooh. you had, what, 30? 22. 22. Uh, Dylan had 30. Jeeves, what'd you end up with? Five or seven. Five or seven. I think Jerry and I had like 20-something. So, and it was a good little uh, good little pot to win there, too. Yeah, yeah. Duvall brought over a Razor. Jeeves had a King Ooh. Cobra. I brought over the Colt 45. We had some cereal and some tuna. Yeah. A little funky Brittany hat. brought the wild card with a hat. A little funky <laughs> hat. So, so what's, what, what's the qualifications again into this pot? So basically, it's you go to the gas station and you can't spend more than five dollars, but you okay. can get whatever you want. So I went in and got a Colt forty five and a roll of Seven Eleven toilet paper, <laughs> and that is rough. It's some tough TP. It's the stuff you put in. Hey, your I, room. I know about rough TV. My roommate just I think went to the same spot. <laughs> I, had, I had to get my own. Yeah, 
It's the way to do it. That stuff's tough, and you be whoo booty hole. Yeah, it's not like that after a while. So you got you got to be gentle with that. Yeah. Yeah, so, and you know, Brittany won it, and if she's got a you know she got a new little townhouse, so putting that in her guest room, she can play pranks on people all day. So. There it is. Dude. But yeah, that's that, that's our good little mock draft challenge there. I think what my wife Jarena won it twice, then Duval, then Trent, and now Brittany's the fifth year in a row we've done this. So yeah, yeah it's a it's a good little time. But yeah, any final final little thoughts left in the draft there? I mean, like I said, I'm surprised the Packers traded back. Got another first round pick. They got a great about. pick too with yeah. what they did. I, I, I really they, wanted J- Jair Alexander was besides Derwin. He's yeah. on TV. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well yeah. played. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought Jair was the more realistic pick that yeah. I was hoping for. I still didn't think he'd fall, but things started winding down. I was thinking. I mean, I thought the Packers might pick Derwin James. Yeah, but then they didn't. I think the Chargers. Definitely did good with yeah. that. Yeah. I, I do too think, though, like, I'm just confused by the Packers. They've got, like, they spent their second-round pick on Kevin King last year. Then in their first two picks this year, they took corners. They got an abundance of corners. Again, that's another team I look at. They did just get Jimmy Graham in free agency, but you got to start surrounding, like I said, talent. Aaron Rodgers' talent. Like, yeah, and I know yeah. their defense needs to be improved, but you got to get him some talent. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think, to me, the biggest uh, potential bust – Josh Allen, the Bills taking it. That was I think be my next question. I was going to say who's going to make the biggest impact in the first round in your choice, your opinion, outside of the Panthers. Yeah. But. Oh, biggest impact. I think he's big. Like he, I just think he's going to be a bust. I, I, I just he had a terrible completion percentage at Wyoming. They made an excuse for him at the draft and said, "Oh, no one on that team would have been able to win with the players he had." Yeah, but regardless, if you're a good player, like you, you would have still completed your passes and. Your yeah. defense would have got torched, so, and you yeah. still would have put up your points too. Um, but I just, I don't know. I don't trust. I, don't, I just don't trust. I'm, the I'm interested to see uh, Chubb and Von Miller on one on each side of each other. Yeah, um, see how they because like if you watch Bradley Chubb, his tapes, he's he's got good off the ball speed. Von yeah. Miller's the same way. But I mean, that's that's what I'm really interested to see outside of the Panthers is how Bradley Chubb and Von Miller are gonna. Coexist and like they're it's going to be on each side and go go at the quarterback. I just never thought I heard Jeeves use good off the ball speed. Yeah, exactly. that was fantastic. Jeeves I just I wonder about just because I know just as far as scheme wise how Chubb will kind of go because I think isn't aren't they like a three four? Yeah, they're three four. So I mean I I don't I can't remember what he played at NC State. Oh, he was DN, he'll but be, he'll be so that he'll outside linebacker. Yeah, okay. he'll be that. I think, yeah, he's a talent. He'll play that the Demarcus Ware role. Again, okay, that's what yeah. they said. They said they didn't think he would be there, and they were expecting to trade back. But when he was sitting there, they could. John O said he couldn't pass that. Yeah, up. and Dorsey came out for the Browns saying that they had Ward and Chubb as the same yeah. grade. That was also that could have gone as a biggest surprise. I was, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was going yeah. pile up Chubb and. Garrett, oh, I mean, I, that, that would have been another I mean, one. What is that seen. like? Yeah. That have you seen a defensive talent-wise on defensive end? Like I was surprised that? by that, and then you know they talked about how they had they had drafted Ogba last year from yeah. Oklahoma State in the second round. They were wanting to develop and some other guy to develop, and they wanted Garrett to, you know. But I still think it's hard to pass that up. But they wanted a press corner, which I don't know if y'all saw the meme on Twitter about because they talked about how they called their they called Greg Williams the. Browns, he was a coordinator. Who do you want? And he was like, oh, I'd, I'd want out of Chubb and the 
out of uh, what Denzel Ward, he said, Denzel Ward, I want my press corner. But they showed that meme of, like, fourth and six against the Colts. Uh-huh. And Jabril uh-huh. Peppers was 26 yards back. <laughs> and it's like, wait, w- why would you ever ask your dudes a quarter what player he wants when he called this play on fourth and six? <laughs> so that was interesting. We'll see, like I said, we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, I-, I thought the Browns could have done a couple different things. Donald going to the Jets at three is interesting. I mean, all the quarter. I'm not a big fan of Donald. I'm not either. It's just it, again with five cues going in the front, at least at least four of them to me are going to end up playing. This year, I don't think yeah. you know the one I don't think plays, which y'all were just touching yeah. on is Josh Allen. You don't think? I think he's going to end up. Playing. I don't think he plays. Well, depends on how good also, Aaron plays. Yeah. I will say, I think he was going in the draft. I thought he was the most overrated of them. Oh all. yeah. Oh yeah. But I think he fits Buffalo. And as in and I thought Josh Rosen was probably the most talented and most ready to play yeah. now. Yeah. I think that Josh Rosen wouldn't have worked in Buffalo. Just look at the culture in the city. Yeah. I think Josh Allen coming from Wyoming, like I think he fits that. And I do I just, it's just it's just if he can pass. And they're yeah, and they're already like making excuses for him, as in like, you know, being said Oh, well, look at the talent around him. As I just said, like, he couldn't win. Well, that's going to uh, happen. Well, is there, well, let's look at the talent. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With, I didn't do yeah. that quote. You're going with the talent around him now. That's I don't what I'm think saying. Very look the, yeah, look at the talent around right now. Kevin Benjamin, TBD, they just came out and said they're not going to pick up – they're not going to extend him until they see him this season. And their other oh. receivers, not – I mean, Zay Jones, still TBD. He's got yeah. to stop, stop running through glass windows. And wearing – just yeah. put your clothes on. Put your clothes one on. One step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Sean McCoy, yes, legit. Yeah, you can lean on that. And that's the only thing I, I could see more of a – if he does play, it obviously yeah. be a Blake Bortles type of situation. Yeah. It's just that if he can actually pass yes. or not. Yeah. And, I mean, odds are – I mean, just looking at the tape, he can't. Yeah. And again, is so this, maybe we're wrong. Who knows? Yeah, but is this going to be a, a Derek Anderson Brady Quinn scenario? If, if AJ McCarron comes out, and balls out, and he's only there for and two years, and, and for cheap, yeah, five mil a year. So I don't. That's why it. I don't think he plays. I think it, McCarron holds that job, kind of like Tyrod did. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. What do you think about Tyrod and Mayfield? Well, I think. Oh, that's I think that's I think oh, that's that the might be the one that doesn't play competition that. quarterback. Tyrod's not giving that job up, that's for sure. Yeah, and I think it depends on the, how they do early in the yeah, season. Yeah, just records. If you're sitting there, if the Browns open zero and four, you're going Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, if they yeah. go three and two, yeah, even two and two, yeah. I mean, you're going until they are out of contention. It's the same thing with the Bills. If the Bills yeah. open four zero and four. They go with Josh Allen, but again, you can see if they're if in the preseason they're playing equally. You go with the rookie. I, yeah. You yeah. go with me. I think and, yeah. and if you, you go with You look Allen. at the Bills, they're copying the Panthers yeah. verbatim. Yeah. Yeah. And Josh Allen is the most comparable quarterback to Cam Newton. Size-wise. Yeah. 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 And obviously. Yeah, exactly. There's no compare. I don't think there's any comparison there's, to Cam Newton. Right. Period. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I – if it's even, I could see them going Mayfield at the start. And we know Mayfield's a competitor. Again, yeah. I always – my theory is I don't – if you take – Anybody in the top fifteen in the first round, they better. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be coach speak. Yeah. Oh, you got to come in and compete. We get that, but you're taking them to be a starter. Okay. Yeah. You can be top twenty. Now, yes, once you get from the twenty on back, you got playoff teams who maybe they're taking a guy for debt purposes. This, yep. that, and the third. Yeah. But you know, I, 
and I can't see Mayfield not having any snaps at all this season. One, Tyrod's going to get a concussion. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens, right? I mean, uh, and I think if you talk about rookie quarterbacks, the team with the most talented quarterbacks on the roster is the Jets. Yeah. And I think Teddy Bridgewater could end up being a cap casualty. Oh, I think he And I think, where does he go after that? Us. Yeah, I thought he was coming I think that'd be, that's a dream scenario for me as yeah. a backup quarterback. To finally get rid of Derek Anderson. And be oh, yeah, I don't want yeah. him back. I'm, I don't want him back, too. I think he's going to come back, he but I'm tired. Too much on the yeah. <laughs> I'm just tired of not knowing that if he comes in the game, all it, it, it's, it, over. it's yeah. over. It's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat the Bucks. Yeah, we saw that first. I was there in the stadium, and I'll never forget that. He literally gave that game oh, away. Yeah, the fumbles, the picks. Yeah, and that, that was another game that was a could have cost us the season. Yeah. So. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's a, I, I was hoping they'd go and get another guy better, but again, those it never fell. Yeah, those quarter. Well, even in the free agency, those quarterbacks. I mean, Bradford got twenty million a year. Teddy B wanted us a, a, a thought. You know, wanted. To be able to compete, yeah, he didn't see them trade nothing, and he got three. a decent contract. So, yeah, so we'll see. I think he could. There's or, still one out there. Yeah, I, th- I think um, we all know who he yeah, is. I, I think that ship sailed. Yeah. Though I wouldn't be mad about that one. I but again, the funny, interesting thing about that: the Browns drafted what, uh, what was his name, Antonio Callaway. Oh yes, the for, the receiver from. They Florida. have a history with receivers that have that type of problem. Well, remember, they can draft that guy, but they can't start and sign Colin, sign start Colin Kaepernick because of, he's too much of a troublemaker. But they can guy who's got multiple pot charges and arrest charges. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's, it's well, a little. Scary. I'd like to hear Kanye's opinion on that. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> that's, oh. that's a whole other podcast right there. Yeah. What's your thoughts on possibly Lamar Jackson getting some touches in Baltimore? Again, I think that is good. One, the difference between the other ones is Joe Flacco's making a yeah. ass load of money. Agreed. So yeah. it's tough for them to say, unless they open the season 0-5, 0-8. They have okay. to start predominantly bad compared yes. to all the yes. other ones. All the other yes. ones, they can be, uh, but. Uh, and that's like he's making an ass load this year and next year. But they're not gonna, he's not going to be there next year, you don't think. If they can, I don't, but the, to me, again, they could get rid of him if something happens like Tannehill or something happens with uh, when they got when the Eagles got Bradford. If a quarterback goes down early and a team needs him, I could see like or Romo. Let's go Romo. Or Romo. Okay. Like, if a team in the in the preseason or training camp, their quarterback goes out and they're like, oh shit, and they call the Ravens and the Ravens will give him up. Like Flacco, obviously not Lamar Jackson. Yes, yeah. And I could see you could see a team getting a Flacco. In a similar sense of because, Peyton Manning with the Broncos. Yeah, because right now there's not... He's still got an arm on him. Every team that needed a quarterback got a quarterback. You know, it's the yeah. starter-wise. Yeah. Like, there's no, like if you go down the roster, Browns are good. Giants have Eli. They're riding with that. Jets, Jets are solid. Yeah. Uh, Broncos, maybe, but they just invested in your boy. I mean, Keenum. Yeah. The Colts, again, maybe if Andrew Luck's not, but they're going to roll with Brissett. Yeah, they're going to go they cheap. Traded for him. Exactly. The Steelers, Steelers they just got took their, their guy. guy. The yeah. Bucks, unless James, if Jameis goes down, maybe, but that's if they're not going to sign. No, they're not going to trade for Flacco yeah. as a backup. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Bears, no, they're on Trubisky. They're Trubisky, all in. Yeah. Uh, even if, if even if Trubisky got hurt, they'd probably roll to be sucky against the getting top draft pick. There's one team I could see it with, maybe Miami. 
Maybe you know, Miami, maybe Oakland if, if Carr goes down. I could see that um, too. But Buffalo, still. they've got McCarron and Allen. I, if both those guys go down, they're going to go somebody cheap and, and yeah. roll with it. Yeah, I mean, I Redskins, Chargers, they, they got their guy. Go. Chargers, maybe if, if maybe Rivers goes down. I was you know, another team. I was I was hoping they picked Jackson. But the issue with it is you got to then take that contract and you've still got him for another year. Yeah. yeah. And then you, and when you cut you that, got a lot of so cap much dead money. Yeah. you got a lot of cap room for one year. Yeah. That's how I see it happening. But yeah. other than like that. If the Niners, if Garoppolo went down and they were like, it was week eight and they were seven and oh, and they want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay. and then you make that trade for a fifth round pick to them or a third round pick. Yeah, just to, you know, but. Just to do it. And then because you're 7 0, you're thinking, okay, let's make well, the playoffs. And yeah, and then you got a Nick Foles. Exactly. But if you were 0 yeah. 7 and Garoppolo goes down, he's out for the season, you just let the season ride. You get the yeah. top, you get a, a top drive. You get the highest game. pick you get. Exactly. Yeah. Because so. you know what your future is yeah. with that. Yeah. All right, let's pass over the notebook to Adam, give him a little, since he's got the back to back wins. As we do that, we'll do a quick little housekeeping. Queen City Wings special of the week. Oh, yeah, about back at it. You forgot yeah, last right week. Yeah. Look at you. Not to say anything, though. That's good, Gene. I did forget last week. Queen City Wings special. You hit it already. Shrimp po' boy. So go ahead and get that. Now, let's see. Oh, Adam is ch- picking a question out of the Triple Whammy Sauce. It's State 109 notebook. Nicely done, Jeeves. While he does that, we did the mock draft challenge. We'll do a quick little... Uh, Survivor scores update. Duvall is officially out. All his players are gone. He will finish with 41 points. We don't know if that's last place yet, but he's he's not going to be in the top. We'll just put it that way. He will not win. Are you going to continue watching? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I know some people, like, they, when they do this, if they're out, they're not going to watch them. So Buck's got 26 points. He only has one person left. Uh, Candace is 19 points. Zach Bell, 21. Jerry Anna, 24. Jeeves, you got 21. Harley, 16. Lindsey, 6 points. Hillary, 14. Greg Kakaley, 13. Alex, 18. Myself with 12. Our parents with 24. Jacob Barrera, 19. Josh Hurley, 27. Amy Hurley, 21. Uh, Curtis Strock, 23. Amy Kakaley, 19. Brittany McKinney, 7. Ehlers has got 14. Cavana, 12. Bronson Hill, 20. Jeff Hucks, 21. And Duvall, 41. I already moved you down there to the back bottom. Just to, hate it, hate you know. Right now, it's, right now it's looking like uh, Brittany and Lindsay. Brittany and Lindsay have got it. They've both Lindsay. Brittany's lost two people. Uh, Lindsay's only lost one, and has six points. And she's got a, a, a immunity win and an advantage bonus. And same thing same with, with Brittany. Same yeah. with Brittany. Yeah. So it's it's coming down. Myself, Brittany, Lindsay, and Berea kind of. Sitting there, yeah. Hillary's doing pretty good as well. Greg's, so. Greg's not too far behind you. Does yeah. anyone have a mid-season prediction? Winner right now, I feel like. Uh, let's see. I want to say someone like Wendell, Dominic, Michael. I can see. I can see Laurel, Angela. I can see. I was kind of thinking Laurel too, but she's also Hister Wagon and Donathan. Yeah, yeah, and I think also. I'm rooting for Wendell. Yeah. But I 
think he's been a little too loud. Well, still. one of those two either Widow or Dominic are going to stay tight, or they're going to turn on each other at some. Yep. Point. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be interesting. That'll be good TV. Yeah. I do have a question. Sure. If, uh, oh, you got the question ready. Oh, I thought yeah. you had for the Survivor game. No, no, yeah. no. Uh, no, I have oh, a yeah. question too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you picked the question out. All right. Okay, All right. I'm going to go with the theme of uh, this weekend socially, not Kanye wise, but uh, <laughs> Marvel or DC. Ooh, yeah. Marvel. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with okay. Marvel. Jeeves, I don't know if you can tell the difference between the two. Could you, you got Batman. Yeah. Okay. Oh, when, you got, you with, when you live with Trent, you watch all Okay, Marvel. my bad. My apologies. <laughs> you watch all the Marvel shows. You watch Marvel movies like 24-7. You hate them? No. No. I mean, you can figure out the difference, but... I, I mean, I... I I go Marvel as well. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot more of the action-packed movies. Yeah, of like more of the newer generation movies yeah. where DC is still stuck in like the '90s, early 2000s with their <laughs> making of the movies. Bold statement. That's a bold yeah. statement. I, I like you. That's that's decent analysis. I see. Yeah. I mean, obviously, their Dark Knight franchise is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to go with. That I think they could have if. If DC expanded off the Dark Knight yeah. with the recurring cast, yeah, they could have done something. Yeah, the Heath Ledger. I think death they dropped the ball. Yeah, Heath Ledger death to me yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Dark Knight was actually one of my. I, it's All one time. of the only movie that I've ever seen in theaters three times. Damn. I saw it in regular theater twice, and then went and saw it at the IMAX. That's how much I love that movie because I felt like every time. You saw, you saw something, something different. different. Yeah. Yes. So at the time, it was so different than any other movie I felt like I had seen. The Joker playing that character of like oh, he man. was just bananas. At, yeah, he he wasn't in it to kill people or get money. Like when he lit the money on fire. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, then that's yeah, that's like, on you. That's, 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 that's on you. That's yeah. like, but when he lit the money on fire and then killed all the goons, it was just like he's just here to watch the world burn and doesn't care about anything but yeah. just. Causing chaos, chaos to everybody yeah. specifically. Yeah, he's laughing. That's a villain, baby. Yeah, so and he, that was, he played that to a T. And I was he, he, he got into that character yeah, a little, that, little too well, much. Ultimately, yeah, kind of like <laughs> yeah. to his demise and his yeah. death there, but we won't talk ill about the dead. But he's got a legacy based on He does. On. Oh, no, he yeah. does. He's the only post humanist. Is that an Oscar? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Really? But I, well I will say, as of now, Marvel's reigning king because they're basically printing money almost. Oh, yes. Uh, they're putting out more movies than DC. Well, that, well, that's true. But it's that that wouldn't. If DC could have more movies, yeah, they would have. They canceled a lot of movies, movies just yeah. based off, I think, partially the fact that they would just get dominated by Marvel yeah. and yeah. other that they know they've got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. And also, when we're going villain-wise, this past Marvel movie, no spoilers, because it is a little early. Yeah. But Thanos is the real deal. Yeah. He's the real deal Holyfield. (laughs) I'll say that. Like, that was a... It was a a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah. And, uh... I'd be down all for that. I I will say... Almost the wait at Shake Shack. Oh, that's right. We gotta do a quick breakdown of the Shake Shack, too. Uh... The only thing I'll say, like I said, I haven't been able to go to as many movies as I have, but I try to always catch them if they're on HBO or borrow yeah. a DVD or Blu-ray or whatever from somebody and catch up with them. There might be a little bit of an oversaturation going on with it because it feels like, like I said, today they just released the Ant-Man and Wasp movie that's yeah. coming out in a little bit. Really? Like, it's, it's so, I mean, hey. They know what they're doing. Yes, marketing. Mar- 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 but mar- I agree. I uh, I agree completely, but I also think they did it knowing how good this Infinity War was. Yeah. 
they knew they could get away with it. Okay. Because I was, I was feeling the same saturation. I'm yeah. a big Marvel Comics fan. Yeah. But Marvel, Marvel's hitting the market right. Yeah. They're they, hitting it now, well, and they're hitting it heavy. Also, yeah. think, with all the I mean, Black Panther out. killed it. Yeah. yeah. And there's no... And you see like, how they dropped Infinity War, like, right, right after, after that. I mean, I mean they're, they're playing... Like I said, they're, they're doing a step system there and playing yeah. off of it. But, yeah, I mean, back to the original question, I think right now it's, it's just Marvel. But I will have to say... Like the Gotham series on Fox, if you've watched, oh, that, that's a good, that's a fantastic. Man, that's good. Because there's been some. And it's new. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's something. It's a new look on the Batman there. But there has been some like uh, like Marvel Agents of Shield has been up and down. Yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of that. I've been disappointed also in ever since because I was a big fan of Daredevil when it came out on Netflix. Yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Ever since then, besides the Punisher, I'm not really into all the other ones. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really latched on those as well. Uh, the other one that, um, what is it that I've liked? Oh, the one with the kids on Hulu. They all they like find their their parents in oh, the death cult or whatever. I can't remember what that was called. Great podcasting right now. Yeah, I know, Jeez, you're name. the Google man. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you're Hulu doing. superhero TV show for us. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that yeah, one was, was pretty solid. I'll say another one that was really cool. Um, it was on Fox this past year, and God, it was it was fantastic. Of the actual, uh, I will say. Uh, well, everyone's Googling. Yeah. Mainly Jeeves. Google, man. <laughs> I'm gone. The CW had the Flash on. Oh, I that's... Big. I like the Flash. I was big on that. Gotten a little, uh, yeah. you know, more commercial, but that happens in yeah, due time when you get popular. Uh, Same with Legion. the Arrow. Legion is not it. That one I did not like a lot. I wasn't a fan of Legion. I wasn't a fan... Well, I am a fan of Legion Brewery. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Marvel Shield. Yeah, didn't really attract. Yeah. I'm not big on the Gifted. Luke Cage. The, the Gifted, Gifted was not okay. the Hulu one. That was the Fox that was one. It. The Fox one, the Gifted, was fan. You, you just stopped Googling. Oh, <laughs> come on, Jesus. Hey, yeah. I mean, uh, can you give me a little bit more than Hulu superheroes? That, I mean, that's what it was. I can. Uh, do I need to hit the, the remote for it to find it? The Google Probably. Man is supposed to be a superhero. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, no, man. That don't work. Uh, but that, yeah, the gifted to me on Fox was actually really, really good. It was something different about these two twins that had superpowers and stuff. And I think that actually, you know, I think it is Wolverine and all them too. Okay, that, the X Men. Now, well, that and that, that's that gets into a whole other thing. That's about. I think Marvel's about to adapt that yeah. into their universe with okay. Sony, like kind of they did with Spider Man. So they just, I mean, I think the executive, the money. Money talks. Yeah, of course. And money's talking loud right now. Yeah. Oh, Jeeves. I'm going to be... Good old Jeeves. We're, we're looking at a play-by-play right now of Google the Man Hulu. and the television. Ah, what was it? It's the like... Hulu. The key... It's... Hey, I didn't get caught up on Handmaid's Tale. Um, do you watch that? Let's... I did. I've watched season one. I haven't that's watched season two. That's a big uh, Catherine specialty, yeah, right there. It's not Smallville, is it? No, that's super old. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of like an <laughs> old that's, show. That's dude. real old, man. I think you might. Well, they have, he has a Superman logo. That's why I said it's Smallville. Oh, I think no, we could just take an L on this one. Jesus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's coming up. I gotta look. <laughs> And if you're still hanging around, you're uh, geez, we got to work on your Google. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to. I'm, 
I'm going off of a little information here. That's that's what the Google Man's for. There's, okay. Yeah, that's that's your superhero power. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, Spider 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 Man can shoot webs. Jeeves can Google. Yeah. Well, Google is the web. Now, it's now technically your Spider Man. The Runaways, Marvel's Runaways. Bingo. There it is. We now the whole list. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's Runaways. Actually, I was surprised by that. So, oh uh, yeah, I think we've all come to the conclusion it's been. Yeah, it's Marvel. Marvel. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Anybody? Let's see. Final words. Go out, buy you some shirts. Adam, we got to see what that V-neck looks like. In due time. Okay. Fair You'll enough. see it when. When the sun's purely out and it's not like forty degrees at night and eighty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just got I just got a, a red tank and I got a, a a blue simple logo and they come in relatively quick too. It was a good little. The orange hoodie's going strong though. Yeah, nice. I've had some actually questions about it. There you go. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's, you that's what you want. That's what I say. You always wear it out. People ask. Should have worn the Shake Shack. I'm sorry. Let's give us a quick breakdown of Shake okay, Shack. Okay, quick breakdown of Shake Shack as you. As we discussed before the podcast with the, the Featherlight beer, yes. I would say uh, the bang for your buck is not there. Okay. I'm what did you end up getting with? Just a burger and fries? I got the barbecue burger okay. with bacon cheese fries. Okay. They don't what's have they don't total serve price? Ranch. Uh, it was $17. <laughs> One burger and bacon, yeah, and a drink. Wow. That's where my problem is. It's yeah. not bad. So you gotta food. pull the twenty spot out. Not bad food. The where's that? It's uh, right there off Woodlawn. Yep, Southland, uh, right? Yeah. Well, or is it? That's more the. I don't. It's it's the Park Road Shopping Center. Okay. There okay. I'm, it's a cool place. Yeah. It's called Shake Shack. It didn't yeah. live up to my standards. Okay. Catherine would disagree with what I'm saying, and so okay. would her roommate. But. Ultimately, I'd rather have a burger from Wendy's. Yeah, for Ooh, about okay. ten dollars less. I feel you. Gotcha. That's it's, that's it's, a, it's, it's not bad burger. food. But it's a New York restaurant too, right? Yeah, I think like it, originated, it originated in New. We looked this up actually while we were waiting about thirty-five minutes, yeah. which is understandable in the opening experience. Spot, yeah. But yeah. apparently, from what I've heard, that doesn't really change much. Wow. It's they're they're printing money over there too. They're the marvel of uh, <laughs> new restaurants. Okay, yeah. but the foods the food's solid, but it, to me as the average man, yeah, I'm not gonna average. pay for that. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. And that could be it's a not lot worth of the weight and yeah. the money. Yeah, I could go. You could go to a sit down restaurant and pay the same price. price yeah, gotcha. That's true. Really. Makes sense. All right. Good enough. It's one of those you'll go. But you should go and try it. Yeah. I would say it's an exp- it's half it's the experience. Yeah, I okay. mean that's a New York City type restaurant. I mean in Charlotte, that's decent yeah. big deal. To me, it's one of those like you said. You, you won't really go again unless somebody's like wants to go. It's their yeah. birthday and they're going, and you kind of like okay, we'll go because you're not going to be the guy. Or your like, girl's like we're going. Going this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that's that. where you were, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anybody got final thoughts? We'll send it out. That was a good one. Next week, Eddie Hutto, another fir- first timer coming in, and then uh, three weeks of Raiders, Raider yeah. Nation, right there. Yeah. So, all right. all right, we're out. Peace. Wow. Well said. You should drop the mic after that. Oh, he did. He just placed it down. <laughs> just placed the microphone down after that one.